Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? I'm Kat, founder of Ritual. We're making traceability the new standard for the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I couldn't find a multivitamin I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested, and clean label project certified. Oh, and our vitamin D3? It comes from sustainably harvested lichen from England, not sheep. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast. This episode contains content on food and eating that may be sensitive to some listeners. The Adulting with ADHD podcast is not a substitute for medical advice. Please see a medical professional if you think you have ADHD or have ADHD and need additional assistance. For podcast archives, please visit patreon.com slash adultingwithadhd. This is the Adulting with ADHD podcast, self-empowerment for people with ADHD. Today, I'm very happy to have with me Nicole DeMassey. Nicole is a registered dietitian who specializes in ADHD. Welcome to the show, Nicole. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Today, we're talking about intuitive eating and, and how it impacts people with ADHD. So before we get started, do you want to Tell the listeners a little bit about what intuitive eating actually is. Yeah, sure. So intuitive eating is actually really just eating in its like most purest sense. We're actually all born intuitive eaters and we kind of lose that ability over the years with things like diet culture and food rules. But eating intuitively is really just eating a way that feels good for your body mentally and physically it's a non-diet approach. It's weight neutral. So meaning that the point of it is really just to listen to your body and do what feels good for you. It has nothing to do with wanting to lose weight or, well, people do want to lose weight with intuitive eating, but that's not the the main focus. That's not the goal of it. Mm-hmm. So there's 10 principles and it's based on you know research and it's been actually around for a very, very long time, like since the 80s, but it's kind of more of a popular thing now. So it's kind of becoming more like a trend. Unfortunately, like diet culture gets its hands on everything, right? (laughs) But it's not actually a trend. It's not a diet. It's just sort of following these principles as a self-care framework, sort of, to just really take care of you and listening to your body and honoring your health and respecting it. And it's really great for people with ADHD. That was actually my next question. I noticed that you're, you're specializing in the ADHD population. So how did you get involved with that? So I was diagnosed officially in 2020. I kind of knew I had it for a long time and I didn't do anything sort of classic ADHD. And when I was diagnosed, I was already a dietitian for about eight years. So I was I already had a private practice. I was already working in the space for a long time, but I never heard anyone talk about ADHD and nutrition or ADHD and disordered eating. I struggled with intuitive eating for my whole life up until a few years ago when I started intuitive eating. I struggled with disordered eating, body dysmorphia, orthorexia, which is like the obsession with food. And I'd say that one was probably the longest because as a dietitian, you know, we, we have all of this information that we have about 
the good and the bad of food and it's just very toxic. And so when I, when I finally got diagnosed with ADHD, I realized there's just a huge need for it and nobody's really talking about it. There was just, you know, a few dietitians that I knew of at the time back in 2020. And so I was like, I'm going to learn everything that I possibly can about this. And I realized that intuitive eating was really what I needed because eating is hard for us, <laughs> really difficult with all of our executive dysfunction and adding the extra layer of like diet culture on top of it and all those food rules and stuff. Like it really just makes eating seem impossible. So I use the intuitive eating principles with my clients to help them with eating. And so that's really how I got into the space. Awesome. Definitely can relate to a lot of that. Especially the, is it orthorexia that you named? Yeah. Especially that one, because it, it feels like that one would be really easy to overlook if you're like, hey, I'm being healthy, right? Like, I'm just now learning more about that one. And it's like, oh my gosh, that's everywhere. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So yeah, let's let's say you have ADHD, you want to get into intuitive eating. What is the most important thing you should keep in mind? The important thing is that it's not a quick fix. It's not a diet. And I think that that scares some people because with ADHD, like we hate structure, but we need it, right? It's like yeah. that sort of like push and pull that we have. But Diets kind of give this false sense of control and it kind of gives you structure, but it means that you're not listening to your body. So with intuitive eating, you have to be open to listening and trusting yourself. And that's really where you want to get to. And it's important to just approach every situation with a from a place of curiosity rather than judgment and part of intuitive eating is getting out of that all or nothing mindset that we get stuck in. So I think the most important thing is to really, I guess, just be self-compassionate and be open to it and know that it's a learning opportunity. And it's really about the long run. It's about getting to a place where you're at peace with food and you're not binging and you're using food for nourishment and also for comfort and you can use food to stim and all of these other great things, but you're doing it in a way that feels very controlled and very, or that you're in control and it just feels good mentally and physically. I think if I were to say one other thing about that, because I, I, I get stuck on these questions because intuitive eating, it, it really is, it deals with so much. Mm, yeah. I want to say that it's not a free pass to eat whatever you want all the time. And that's the place where a lot of people get stuck on intuitive eating. They're like, well, I've tried intuitive eating and it didn't work for me. I gained weight, et cetera, et cetera. And first of all, it's weight neutral. So whatever happens to your body when you eat intuitively is no one can tell you what's going to happen, right? It's not about weight. It's about getting to a place where you feel good mentally and physically. But If you just get stuck on the, I can eat whatever I want, anytime I want without any regard, uh, you know, to how it makes me feel, then you're not going to actually feel good. So we need to also get to the point where you're respecting your body and listening to it and responding to those messages that it's giving you. And then you will get to a place where you actually 
crave nourishing foods and you feel good and it's not just all about you know eating a bunch of quote unquote junk food <laughs> like they talk about something yeah yeah <laughs> I don't know if you've ever been put on a waiting list, but therapy is hard to come by these days. If you need therapy and you need someone to talk to, consider BetterHelp. I've been using BetterHelp on and off since the pandemic, and it's honestly been really helpful when I can't reach my normal therapist. To save 10% off your first month, visit betterhelp.com slash ADHDadulting. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash ADHDadulting. No, that, that's really spot on hearing you talk about that. And I, and I think it's helpful for me as an ADHD, or it's helpful to hear that because I don't want to be given a free pass. Like that's more upsetting than having too many restrictions. Like I want, you know, some sort of help here. <laughs> so that's really, I'm really glad you, you made that additional clarification. And it actually kind of brings us to our next question is, you know, what is a common misconception about intuitive eating? Yeah, but I would say the biggest misconception, and I think I kind of combined those two That's questions okay. together. Yeah. <laughs> totally fine. Yeah. The misconception is that you can just eat whatever you want without any regard, you know, to how it makes you feel. We know that we struggle with forgetting to eat and with not eating enough. We tend to use food for stimulation, all of these different things. So the most important thing is really just listening to your body and kind of becoming aware of what your triggers are and getting to a point where you're eating consistently. That's much more important than like worrying about what could go wrong with intuitive eating. Like there's so many amazing things that come out of it. Yeah. Then it's it's important to just kind of, you know, get to that place where you are you actually understand what's going on with your body and your mind. I love that because we definitely can be um, perfectionists about it. Like, oh, yeah. I'm doing intuitive eating wrong. Well, it's intuitive. So <laughs> yeah, there's no way to do it wrong. There's no pass fail, which is like the beauty of it because and everyone can eat intuitively. And And I have a lot of clients where they've done that. They're like, they feel like they're failing at it and they get upset and it's like, no, you can't fail at it. You only can take it as information and then move on. And it really allows you to start trusting yourself more and to really just live intuitively rather than just eating intuitively. I love the sound of that. Um, so if you think you have AD, I mean, if you've you have ADHD and you think intuitive eating might be for you, what, what would be a good first step to, you know, start exploring this? Yeah. So I always say for people who are interested in intuitive eating, obviously it would be like amazing for everyone to work with a dietitian. I know that that's not always a possibility. It's obviously, you know, it, costs money and a lot of people might not have access to them. So with, you know, with social media these days, there's a lot of great information online, but I'd say just be cautious about who you're getting your information from, because like I said before, because it's becoming more of a trend online, there's a lot of misinformation out there and there's a lot of people turning intuitive eating into a diet. So if you see any information that's telling you to count anything or restrict anything or losing weight, these are just, it's kind of like diet culture in disguise almost. So I'd say it's much more important to work with somebody who is a registered dietitian or an intuitive eating counselor. 
And then the first step that you could start to take even before you do that is just to start checking in with yourself. Every few hours, we all need nourishment for our bodies every three to four hours minimum because that's what it takes for our blood sugars to stay in a good range. So just eating consistently is going to help minimize those sugar cravings that we get, you know, the binging that we do, the stimming with food, the preoccupation with food, all of those things start to decrease a little bit when we're just eating consistently. So check in with yourself. Have I eaten today? Have I drank any fluids? What do I need? What does my body need in this moment? And that will just give you a lot of information. And like I said, intuitive eating really is for everyone. So I actually have for people who can't afford to go to a dietitian or do one-on-one coaching, I do have a, an online course for people um, for just that reason. So I kind of put all of my information that I know about intuitive eating from an ADHD lens and putting into put it into an online course for people so that they can get started that way. Awesome. And where can people find this resource? I'm going to be linking to it also in the show notes. I noticed you sent me a link. Where can they go? So people can find me at eatingwithadhd.com. I have the link to my online course, to my coaching, and also to the community as well. So when you join the online course, you get access to my private community where people are going through the same thing as you and I with, you know, struggling with eating and having ADHD and just learning the ropes and figuring out how to improve their relationship with food. And then you can also find me on Instagram at eating with ADHD. Excellent. Nicole, thank you so much for being here today. I, I thank you so much for sharing this information with our community. And I know it's going to be so valuable to so many people. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.